Hey guys, Connor from the Ticket Stub, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Amy Ressler. I'm County Extension Agent, Family and Community Health, and I'm happy to be here. This is like like Happy New Year because this is my first time to be here in 2018, and I'm pretty excited. We've got some great guests today. That's got some have they have some really really um, informative and important information to uh, provide for us today. But before we get into that, I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at the Extension Office. Um, some of the programs that we have happening. Um, one of the big things that people know Extension for and really enjoy is our um, Master Gardener plant sales. And tomorrow, on Saturday, January 27th, our Master Gardener is going to host their fruit and nut tree sale. So that will be very um, fun and exciting, especially for people who are looking for some more fruit and nuts in their lives. <laughs> so the fruit and nut tree sale um, will be at the Extension office Um which is at 9020 Airport Road, and that's in Conroe. We're right across the street from the uh, Lone Star Convention Center, so pretty easy to find. Um, we've got beautiful gardens all around um, the building that our master gardeners use for um, demonstrations, so they're able to test out and see what kind of things really do work here. And so the great thing about the plant, the all the plant sales, but the fruit and nut tree sale that's going to happen tomorrow, is that we have those master gardeners that are there, um, they're there on site so they can answer all kinds of questions that you have. Whereas, you know, sometimes when you go get stuff like um, other places, you might not get that type of um, service or information. So um, there'll be a presentation at 8 a.m. and then the sale will start at 9 and it'll go until things run out, um, finish up by noon. So um, look forward to that because, um, like I said, it's it's always a big event. And then um, I think the the spring garden sale will be in March. Um, oh yeah, yeah, March March twenty fourth. I have it on my list here. Um, and then the master gardeners are also still doing their Saturday series, where one Saturday a month they offer some informative classes. Um, and it's awesome. This year they're doing two. They're doing two sessions on each one of those Saturdays. So lots of really good good information. Um, Master Gardeners actually have a great um, Facebook page and they have a great um, website, so you can find lots of information. So MCMGA, Montgomery County Master Gardener Association, um, on Facebook or um, I think it's mcmga.org on, online. So um, good information from them. And then our ag department, they're also busy, busy, busy doing lots of good things. And so um, one of the interesting uh, programs that they have coming up in February is their um, for horse owners. And the topic of it is what if um, after uh, Hurricane Harvey, um, people were wondering what to do with their animals. Um, you know, we had a lot of uh, good information for people where you go and what to do. But um, with your animals is one of the is a different story. So the horse committee is sponsoring this um, session called um, What If, and that will be Tuesday evening, February 6th. It begins at 6.30 p.m., um, and it will also be there at the Extension Office. So if you want to find out more information about that, you can call someone. Um, you can talk to Mike Heimer or April Fagan, um, or actually anybody can get you the information that you need, but um, that's at 936-539-7822. Uh, um, and then in March, they'll have a pesticide, uh, private pesticide applicator training. So um, people that do pesticide application have to have their um, certification. So Tuesday morning, March 27th, will be um, the pesticide applicator training. And um, that one does have a cost of $50 to um, pay for the, the certification and all that good stuff. It'll start at 9 a.m., last about four hours or so. Um, so again, at the Extension Office, 9020 Airport Road, Call and talk to Mike Heimer or April Fagan, um, 936-539-7822. And then, of course, our 4-H program. Man, they're busy doing lots of good things, um, educating youth, and um, have um, lots of things coming up in the spring is when we kind of have the culmination of all of our big 4-H events. And so there's going to be a couple of workshops to help um, help 4-Hers get ready for that. One is going to be in March. Um, I should have looked this up sooner. So they're going to be um, actually February, sorry, February 3rd is going to be a clothing workshop and February 24th is a food workshop. 
And then there's lots of other learning opportunities um, in between there. And so you can call the extension office again, ask for the 4-H um, department, and they'll give you all kinds of information. Of course, we're busy in family and community health as well. Um, our Better Living for Texans has uh, classes happening all the time. And um, we actually have some of our staff this week becoming child passenger safety technicians. So we will be able to, um, I'm currently a technician and I can check car seats, but um, we'll have several of us. There'll be four total now at, at our office that will be um, trained as a technician. So if you know someone who needs a, a car seat checked, um, you know, because so one of our guests today, Janet's about to have a baby. Um, we'll we can talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> but um, so, you know, it's car seats get kind of confusing. Um, and it, it actually, once you figure out what your child needs in your car with your car seat, it's really not that bad. But just kind of wading through all that information can be um, a little, little overwhelming. just overwhelming, <laughs> most definitely. So, um, yeah, child passenger safety technician is there to answer questions, show you how to install it correctly so that your baby is safe um, every time, every ride. Um, and then, of course, the extension hour. So every Friday here, one to two, um, you'll hear different people. Uh, so sometimes you hear the ag agent, Mike Heimer. Sometimes you hear the um, horticulture agent, um, Mike Potter. Sometimes you hear the FCH program assistant, Mike McBride. We have lots of mics. <laughs> so, you know, like three out of the five shows, you may hear a mic. <laughs> um, then I'll be here. I'll actually be here next week. And Dr. Ferries is going to be my uh, guest next week. So really excited about that. Um, quite the expert on health and um, health-related issues. But today we're going to talk about safety. So I've got two lovely ladies here, um, and I've been talking up a storm. So I'm going to let you guys talk. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Laura, you want to start? Sure. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Laura Dean Mooney, and I'm with the Watch Your Back or Watch Your BAC program through the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service and College Station. Uh, just like Amy, we're part of the Family and Community Health Unit. Uh, we work on a statewide TxDOT grant, so we travel the state doing these kind of things and education in schools, corporations, et cetera. My background uh, prior to coming on this grant was I've been a longtime education and advocate for prevention of impaired driving and underage drinking. I started my volunteer career with Mothers Against Drunk Driving in Brazos County, Texas, and worked my way up to the state board in Texas, the national board of directors for MAD. And ultimately, I was fortunate enough to become the national president of Mothers Against Drunk Driving from 2008 to 2011. When that term finished, I was able to then go on to this Watch Your Back, Watch Your BAC grant through AgriLife Extension Service and continue to fulfill my personal mission and, and purpose in life of educating people about the dangers of impaired driving and trying to save lives. Yeah. Well, we're, we're really happy to have you here today. And you brought along with you Janet. Hi, I'm Janet Stewart, another program coordinator with Watch Your Back. I've been with the program since 2013 and my my background with traffic safety, I've just been in too many crashes in my life to where if there's anything that I can do to make our roads safer in Texas, then I'm all, I'm all about it. So just buckle up every time you go anywhere, <laughs> y'all, because it's crazy out there. Um, <clears throat> before this program, I was a juvenile case manager with the city of Bryan. Loved the job. I learned a ton, um, but I thought, you know, is there something I can do to stop these kids from getting to the court system? You know, if there's anything education-wise outreach prevention to do, and I got hooked up with Watch Your Back through that job. And when a position became available, I jumped on it. And so I've been doing that ever since. And it's been pretty rewarding, lots of traveling and lots of meeting lots of people. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm so happy to have you guys here today. So thanks for making the trip over from College Station. But you guys actually do that a lot. You travel quite a bit um, going out into communities. So um, you're officed in College Station, but that our yeah, College Station, but you don't, that doesn't mean that you stay there, right? You we guys start, travel quite a bit. We certainly don't, especially in the spring and in uh, October is a very busy month for us. That's when our grant is renewed, hopefully each year. <laughs> and we have a lot of programs that, that get, get kicked off in October. You know, schools are back in session and they're at that point in the semester where they can start doing fun stuff and having outside speakers come in after they've kind of gotten settled in the school year. And then, of course, in the spring, right before... Uh, graduation, prom, spring break, we get really busy again. So we're about to be hitting the road once again, starting late February into March. Yeah, and we don't, we don't just do schools, certainly. We, we've spent a lot of times in corporations as well. Uh, we've been fortunate to do a few here in Montgomery County, always looking for opportunities to provide free, no-cost programming <laughs> to those listeners who are in a business situation and they need a, a safety training, 
Uh, we can do anything from a 30-minute presentation to a three- or four-hour presentation. We have our uh, really cool high-tech equipment that we bring with us. It's a DWI prevention simulator, and we have other educational tools that are hands-on. And we're happy to uh, reach out to anyone via Amy that wants to have a program like that to educate their employees and keep them safe on and off the job. Yeah. So I think that that's one of the great things about extension. And, you know, often people were one of the best kept secrets, right? People go, oh my gosh, I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know extension existed. And then sometimes it's like, you know, they only know like that little thing that they work with. So whatever they may be, they're familiar with the 4-H program because they heard about it or they know somebody that's in the program or they're familiar with Master Gardener program because they, um, you know, went to the plant sale or whatever. But um, we do way, so much, way more than that. Um, and so family, community health, anything that affects families, anything that affects health um, are things that we got um, information to help people help make their lives better. Um, so it, I, I think that it's awesome that we have the um, safety unit um, with extension and, and the Watch Your Back program that um, provides such valuable information. And and what I appreciate about you guys, too, is that, um, you know, we, we help facilitate that. But definitely, I mean, you guys are like, sometimes you don't even have to go through us, which is fine. Um, you know, you've got you've had schools and um, other organizations call you up and say, hey, come on out and do a program. And you guys are you guys are usually Johnny on the spot to do that. I know you have a full schedule and you have to you guys cover the whole state, right? We do all 254 counties. Yeah. Texas is big. <laughs> it is very large. Yeah. yeah. You know, just like you, before I came to Extension uh, six years ago now, I, I thought the traditional cows, sows and plows was all that was in AgriLife. Sure. And when they were hiring me for a grant to do alcohol and drug awareness, I thought, well, how in the world does that fit in with a cow or a sow <laughs> or a plow? And certainly we're much more broad than that. Most definitely. So what would you say, um, what, what's the most um, requested presentation you guys do? Probably our DWI prevention simulator. As I mentioned earlier, it is a high-tech gaming system. It doesn't take up a lot of room. It takes up about six feet by three feet or so in any given uh, location. The only thing is we can't necessarily carry it upstairs, so we need a, a first-floor facility unless we have an elevator to use, certainly. But it is a, a gaming system that simulates impaired driving in a fun setting. Impaired driving is not funny, it's not fun to do, but it's a way to teach not only youth, but adults as well, that there you can have a learning experience that's not static. It doesn't have to be flat. Most people don't like the person that stands up in front of them and does a 20-minute PowerPoint and just yaks at them. They want something hands-on. So the simulator is certainly a huge draw with as I said, schools and adults too. Uh, interestingly enough, every law enforcement officer that's ever driven our DWI prevention simulator and put on the impaired driving goggles to do so has usually driven the most rough of anyone. <laughs> they just <laughs> like to have a good time with that. Mm -hmm. Of course, understanding that it is a serious message. Before we let any driver get into our simulator, we do an educational piece that's very short because otherwise it's just a game set up in their corporation or their or their school, and we don't want that to happen. Sure. And then one of the things that I really like and appreciate when I've um, watched you guys do programming is you don't get up there and preach at people. You don't say don't ever drink and you don't make them feel guilty or this is bad, bad, bad. But it's more of just be aware of what happens when you do drink and make good, make good choices. Sure. Um, so it's all about awareness and not, not, you know, pointing a finger at somebody to say, don't ever. Right. We yeah. remind people that we're not anti-alcohol. It's, we are all about safety. So consume responsibly. And we mean that and, you know, designate a sober driver. And that's not the person that has the least amount to, to drink that right. evening or particular time. But we just want to make people comfortable and open up that conversation, start the dialogue about, you know, Texas has a problem with this. So here's what we can do to help educate and maybe stop this. Sure. And, you know, and a lot of folks always think, you know, it won't happen to me or it's not, you know, it's maybe it's not that big of a deal. But uh, we're going to have to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about a little bit about the statistics, a little bit about kind of the consequences of what can happen. So you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. This is the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Ressler, and we'll be right back. Pick up the map, the Discovery Map. Pick up the map, DiscoveryMap.com. 
with these my whole life. Discovery maps are awesome, but you know what's even more awesome? The free local guide to so many towns. Download it at discoverymap.com. Right here, in my hand, I am holding the pulse of this town. The shopping, the food, stuff to do, cool places to stay, and stuff we, like, need to know about. Pick up the map, discoverymap.com. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Welcome back. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent at Family and Community Health. You're listening to the the Extension Hour right here on Lone Star Community Radio. Um, Every Friday we're here 1 to 2 p.m. And today we've got two lovely guests with us talking about some really important issues. We've got Laura Dean Mooney and we have Janet Stewart. And they work with a program called Watch Your Back. And uh, so whenever it's written out, though, right, it's Watch and You Are... And BAC, back stands for blood alcohol content. So it's all about um, awareness of drunk driving, uh, drunk driving issues, um, and, and other passenger safety types of things. So you can tell us more about, about the program and what, what why is Why don't we talk bag? about the senior program, too, the older adults? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Janet, you work with the— I the, do. That yeah. is um, one of my focuses in this, in this group. Um, <clears throat> we have—it's not just youth that we talk to. It's not just, you know, 30-something adults. We do talk to— older drivers, older adults, um, about not necessarily just about the alcohol use, but more specifically about driving after they've taken medication. So we're talking about to grandmothers, grandfathers who, you know, we all know, and we know they, that maybe they take a lot of medication, but it's taking it a step further to see, to make sure that they know if they're still driving, if they're doing it safely. So if they're taking that medication, are they taking it before bed and the next morning those side effects have worn off, you know, make the drowsiness, the, the dizziness. We're just making sure that they're fully aware and that they have all the tools that they need to drive safely because it's not it's not just an age-specific problem. The impaired driving uh, issue in Texas is very far-reaching. It's not just we think of 20-somethings making poor decisions. It's, you know, older drivers who aren't Maybe they're not intentionally doing this. And sure. It, it happens. So. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think anybody <laughs> thinks, oh, I think I'll just take whatever, or drink whatever, and just see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, most of us just think, you know, it's it, maybe it's not going to affect me. But we talk about older adults. Maybe they <laughs> are taking a new medication that they've never taken before, and it may affect them in ways that they don't anticipate. Or um, So I'm sure that's kind of things that you cover in those. We um, do. Topics. We we really talk. There's a website that we really we like to show these people um, for this the older drivers and their caregivers or family members is called RoadWiseRx.com, and what it is is you go online, you can type in, and this is it for any anyone who's taking medication wants to know how not just the side effects but how that actually looks when you're driving. So you type in the medication and or medications or herbal supplements, and you type it in, you press enter, and it'll give you list of side effects and then translate into so if it's causing drowsiness and dizziness it will look on the road it'll look like can't maintain one lane uh, varying speeds confusion in terms of you know is that an exit or an entrance ramp uh, that sort of thing and those are all very important things to consider a lot of people and how I start off these presentations is a lot of this is common sense you know we really think about it but it's really just making sure you know, thinking about it and making sure that if you are taking medication that you understand how it affects you and what it looks like behind the wheel. Yeah. Another program, program that we do is we work closely with law enforcement. Uh, actually, in Montgomery County, it's one of our target sites this coming year to start a new law enforcement advisory group for DWI. Montgomery County law enforcement does a tremendous job in enforcing DWI laws. Unfortunately, Montgomery County still leads the state in the number of people killed in alcohol-related fatalities per capita. We've all heard on perhaps this station and other news outlets 
terrible crashes that have happened here, Conroe, the Woodlands, some of the um, more rural county areas as well. Um, that's because people are still making poor choices about drinking and driving or drugging and driving. I mean, it, it brings to mind the terrible crash that happened uh, two and a half years ago, I believe, with the young family on a Sunday morning hit by a drug-impaired older adult who was convicted, or I wouldn't be mentioning this at all, but a tragedy that simply did not have to happen. Those law enforcement officers here try to do education. We're happy to work with them on that. And if anyone wants to consider being a part of this DWI law enforcement advisor group that we're looking to create this year, they can certainly reach out to Amy and she can get you in touch with us in College Station. Sure. Uh, it's just a great group. We have one in Brazos County that's been going for seven years, just a, a way for officers to talk about current things that are going on in a safe environment. There's no one in that room except prosecutors, law enforcement, and those of us from Watch Your Back. So it's been a very effective tool for encouraging law enforcement. I've been in this business a long time, mm -hmm. and I've worked with a lot of law enforcement, not only in Texas, but in Florida and across the country when I was with uh, Matt as its national president. You know, law enforcement officers can get discouraged. DWI is, is a very hard crime to work. It takes them about three hours from stop to completion before they're back on the road many times. And that's a well-trained officer. And fortunately, here in Montgomery County, you have many well-trained officers. I know several of them. But th they need some encouragement in how to keep going. Prosecutors, same way. You've got a great DA, a great staff. Tyler Dunham in the DA's office is a friend of mine, and he does a phenomenal job. But, you know, they get beat up, too, by in court, and they're not going to always win a case. And that's mm -hmm. fine, too. There's some that shouldn't be convicted, I'm sure. But the majority of them, if it's a good police stop, good prosecution, then those people are going to have to pay the consequences for that. So we like to work with law enforcement, and we're happy to do that here in Montgomery County. One more program, if I can talk sure. about real quickly. Yeah. Um, people may not know in the state of Texas and every other state, if you're caught DWI, you're going to have to get a device on your car, car called an ignition interlock device. We refer to it as an IID, ignition interlock device. Uh, that's an in-car breathalyzer that you have to have installed in your vehicle. You have to blow into it every time you go to start your car then you're required to take a series of what's called rolling retests while you're driving along. That's to prevent you from stopping at the local quick stop, getting a pop top and opening it and driving along. Because what you're trying to do with an ignition interlock is not a punitive point. It's to separate drinking from driving. It's a device that allows people that have been charged with a DWI or been convicted of a DWI to continue to drive to work, to continue to take their kids to school they simply cannot drive impaired, and it, 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 it holds them accountable for that as they drive. Uh, we are fortunate on our grant that we have some interlock devices that are demos only. None of us have that on our cars, <laughs> and engine, certainly. But we have those, and we're welcome, welcome, welcoming uh, opportunities to use those, at, demonstrate those at any corporation, school, et cetera. Again, just like we do with our DWI prevention mm -hmm. simulator. We just have a lot of tools in our toolbox. You do. Um, so this uh, past Saturday, we were at a um, health fair for the Conroe ISD um, for, for, for their teachers. And um, one of your coworkers, Bobby Brooks, was out there with uh, one of my coworkers, Mike McBride. And they had uh, the simulator set up and they had um, the, the table had lots of uh, alcoholic beverage containers. <laughs> on, and that, that empty. was yeah, <laughs> empty. Yeah, empty, empty. Yeah. And uh, that was definitely um, a showstopper. People would stop by and go, what's going on here? What, what, what do you got? Do you have samples? <laughs> no, no samples. <laughs> but we have examples. Um, and so that's one of the things that you guys talk about to help people kind of understand what is a drink and, and how much is a drink and that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So having all these colorful, pretty cans that we see or sometimes don't see in grocery stores and gas stations, it definitely it starts the conversation. It sparks a, a, you know, like a question of, wait, okay, what is this? And mm -hmm. I thought this was an energy drink. And there's a lot of that because a lot of the cans appear very similar as far as an energy drink versus an alcoholic drink. And now they have split them up. There is no such thing as a pre-made alcoholic energy drink. But the similarities are there. So if you see, we always tell teachers and parents, you know, if you see a child with a can, it's very colorful and pretty. Okay, it might just be peace tea or it could be an energy drink or it could be alcohol. <laughs> and the drinks that we're talking about, they are very high in alcohol content. And we're talking 12, 12 and a half percent alcohol by volume in a 24 ounce can. Mm -hmm. 
That's a lot of alcohol, especially for a young person. You know, the younger you are, the more impact alcohol has on you quicker and stronger. Um, so having these cans and all the little, like you're saying, not samples, but examples, mm-hmm. um, is it's really good for having that conversation and making having good visual aids so that you know these parents and teachers do see students or their children with these items in their possession they can certainly they know what's going on and that's that's half the battle is knowing yeah yeah and people don't really know what a standard drink is Mm -hmm. we we use a red solo cup on our example table if you will and you'll ask a person well how much um liquor would you pour in there not not beer wine but uh, hard liquor such as rum vodka tequila something like that and they will say, well, I'd fill it up to about here. And they'd point to the cup about halfway up, mm-hmm. not realizing that really on a red solo cup, there's a little series of lines. And the bottom line is where you're supposed to only pour a serving of hard liquor. Um, so what we have to remind people is one container doesn't mean one serving. One container can have multiple servings in it. And alcohol affects each one of us differently and of course, if you're adding a drug, whether it be a prescription drug or an illicit drug to that, then the, the whole combination changes, the risks go up substantially. So in our example table, we do like to share with people and just help them understand one drink doesn't mean one drink. One container doesn't mean one drink. Um, you know, the ones that Janet were talking about primarily are called Four Loco or, or Juice, J-O-O-S-E. Those are sold in any convenience store in this county and any other county in Texas. When you walk in the door, oftentimes they're iced down in a tub. They're less than $2, and they are called, nicknamed, I should say, blackout in a can. Because Mm -hmm. if you sit there and drink one of those um, beverages, if you will, with air quotes around that, you're drinking to get drunk. You're not going to sip that like you would a glass of wine or perhaps a regular standard beer or even craft beer. But you're, you're drinking that primarily to get a quick drunk on. And then if you get yourself behind the wheel of a vehicle, you're asking for a deadly combination. And that's what some of the, the simulators that you have do to kind of show you, give you an idea of what it feels like or looks like. So it's, it's obviously, I mean, you can't, you, you can't recreate a drunk feeling without actually being drunk or consuming sure. alcohol. But that kind of gives you a good idea of, you know, I, I'm sober and I'm aware of how I'm feeling and this is what I'm seeing and this is what's happening. And um, so that I think that that's one of the reasons why the simulator is, is a nice um, educational tool to help people understand. And then the, the visual examples that we were talking about with, you know, this much is a an actual drink. Sure. Of course, on the simulators, it's the goggles that, that make the impairment um, feeling. It's not mm-hmm. the machine itself, but okay. it's we have different levels of goggles, uh, different impairment levels, that is. We generally use the one that is what the average drunk driver in Texas is driving at. Uh, the listeners may not know, but that's not a little drunk. It's usually a lot drunk. The average driver in Texas is driving at a 0.14 to a 0.17 BAC blood alcohol content, where the legal limit is 0.08. So we help them understand through those goggles, this is what might happen in a simulation situation. Mm. And the scary thing about that average being so high is that you know, an average is, a, you know, some of all of the parts. So it's like you have drivers that are way, way more intoxicated than that. To bring an average up that high, yeah. that's serious. Yeah. I mean, it's not just a little little drunk as if there, there's just no such thing as a little drunk. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's very heavily intoxicated people on our roadways that are a big threat to all of us. Sure. Okay, so we've got to take another little break. But I want to come back and I want to talk a little bit more about impairment, what that feels like, a little bit more um, get kind of tips for how people can can deal with how, what we can all do to prevent um, those crashes from happen, happening. We talk a little bit about the difference between a crash and an accident, too. Uh, so you're listening to uh, Lone Star Community Radio at IRLoneStar.com, 104.5 and 106.1. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent, Family and Community Health, and we will be right back. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. 
Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. And here we are again, talking about watch your back. Um, so watch out for what's happening. And I, you know, I like that title because watch your back. That's a little just watch awareness is is. Um, you know, when we talk about all kinds of health related things, awareness is is I think half the battle. Just knowing that that's what's happening. So I'm Amy Russler, County Extension Agent, Family and Community Health, and you're listening to the Extension Hour. Today we have Laura Dean Mooney and Janet Stewart from the Watch Your Back program um, out of Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, actually serving the entire state with their programming. They've got some um, awesome programs that they provide to give people um, good good information that that really that literally literally saves lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we can we can talk about that in lots of things that. Um, you know, kind of in a general sense, but um, what you guys do definitely saves lives. And, um, you know, we're talking about what happens with um, when when people do impaired driving, and that means that a crash is much more likely to happen. And you might have noticed that we've been saying crashes and not accidents, and that kind of struck a nerve with uh, Laura. So um, why don't we say crash instead of accident? Well, that's a great question. It's really been... <laughs> My personal mantra for the last 27 years after my husband, Mike Dean, was killed by a drunk driver in 1991. Uh, Drunk driving is not an accident because people make a choice to drink or drug and then get in a vehicle, which then becomes a loaded weapon. In my eyes, that is no different than shooting a weapon, a gun down a highway. You may hit someone, you may not hit someone. Same thing when we get behind the wheel impaired from alcohol or other drugs. So we, we never say the word accident because it is, again, a choice. An accident is you back into something out of your driveway or you bump a curb and and you accidentally hit someone. But again... So an accident means that nothing could, that there's nothing that could have prevented that. Exactly. But when we're talking about a crash, that means that there were choices involved, that there were things that could have prevented that from happening. Sure. Yeah. And I think as the listeners probably already know, because everyone knows what a designated driver is, uh, MAD's been around for the last 37 years, for example, and that they kind of coined the term and it became part of the American uh, way of life to know what a designated driver is. Some people have forgotten. They think that's the least drunk, but as Janet mentioned, it's (laughs) the person who's had nothing to drink. Uh, But as, as people know, we shouldn't do it, but yet people continue to do it. We we talked about a little bit about Montgomery County being one of the worst counties, unfortunately, for fatalities. Uh, but as we travel the state of Texas, we're hearing stories all around from every county we go to. There's there's just a drunk driving problem in the state of Texas. I've often been asked, why is that? Well, the, the question is because we tolerate it. We continue to allow it, even though there's other options that we could certainly all use except in very rural areas. We may not be able to use some of the ones that Janet's going to talk about, but most of us could could either choose to drink and stay home or drink at our friend's house and spend the night there, uh, use someone who has a family member or friend who has not had anything to drink to drive them home from Bubba or Bubette's house, uh, wherever <laughs> the case may be. We, we have all kinds of choices. And as you said, an accident, you, you know, you, it was not preventable. These are 100% preventable crimes. Because sure, all it takes is a phone call. Like you said, call a friend, call a, a taxi service or, or, you know, in today's society, uh, we've got Uber, we've got Lyft, we've got all kinds of um, options. So you don't even have to embarrass yourself with somebody, you know, I mean, you know, if that if that's one of the things that's holding you back, you know, I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to call anybody. Um, and so you just, you know, I, I'll, I'll be okay. I can make it. Um, then you're like, we said, your chances of having a crash increase dramatically. Right. And I'm looking right now, uh, I have the Uber app on my phone. There are five cars in Conroe right now that are in service providing rides to people, uh, you know, whether or not they're intoxicated you know, <laughs> or not, <laughs> you know, you do you, but again, it is one o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, but <laughs> 
I'm I'm saying that's because you know the option is here. Sure. So sure. Conroe not being a huge town, a huge city, it's still here. And there's a lot of places I know uh, Laura saw on her phone. Lyft has services here in Montgomery County as well. And then, so I mean, there's options. You know, call call your pregnant friend. If you feed me, <laughs> I will pick you. Or if you don't feed me, you know, I'll pick you up. It's you know, friends do care about you. They'd rather hear from you at two in the morning saying. I need a ride home rather than at four o'clock when there's an officer at a door or they're getting calls from other friends going, where's so-and-so, what happened to them, you know, about them being in a crash. It's They would rather hear from you when the bar closes or before or a little after to come get them rather than, you know, the other. Most definitely. So, you, and you mentioned, uh, you know, Conroe's not like a huge city, but did you know it's, it was like named one of the fastest growing uh, cities in America. Now I know. Yeah. So it, it, and what that means is, and particularly like for people who've lived here for a long time, there's a lot more people now here than there used to be. And so traffic just by itself is a lot different. So even if you made poor decisions before and you were able to make it home when you were impaired because there weren't a lot of people on the road, there's a lot more people on the road now. Exactly. And um, again, that increases your chances of crashes. Yeah, and one of the things we haven't even talked about, I don't believe, is the cost of a DWI. Mm-hmm. You know, it may cost you, let's let's say a high number, it may cost you $20 or $30 to take an Uber home at 2 a.m. because those services, I'm not picking on Uber, any of the, the automatic services that you can get on your phone, do what's called surging. Of course, supply and demand is basic economic theory. They're going to go up. But a DWI, your first DWI can cost you anywhere from $10,000 to $17,000. Who would pay that when you can simply get a, a taxi or a car service for, let's say, $20 to $40 maximum? whole lot cheaper, whole lot less embarrassing. You're not going to take a risk of dying or injuring someone else either. And, and you're, not to mention your insurance, your surcharges, your loss of job potentially, depending what field of, of operations you work in. But there's just no reason to get a DWI when there's so many options here in Montgomery County. Right, right. And, and like you said, you're, even your friends and your family would much rather get that phone call, hey, come pick me up, than to have someone knocking at their door. Um, because I think that we could... We all know someone who has been affected by it. And I can tell you personally, I had a brother that was killed by a drunk driver and one of my worst memories. And anytime the doorbell rings in the middle of the night, it just strikes fear in my heart because of that one experience that I had. So, yeah, it's, you know, and, and the other thing that's kind that I don't know what to what adjective to use for it, but it's, it's often not the drunk driver who dies. They -hmm. usually kill someone else that's, was not drinking or was, you know, told just out on the road, innocent. But the, and, then, and then that means whoever, the drunk driver, has to deal with that the rest of their life. So not only the financial cost, but um, the emotional cost for that, too, is um, pretty, pretty steep. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, one thing we didn't, also didn't mention is rural crashes make up about 49% of the crashes, alcohol-related crashes in Texas. Mm-hmm. Listeners in this area, there's some very rural parts just to the east of Conroe and north of Conroe. And you might think taking the back road is the safe way to get home. It's not always the case at all. Many of those, we don't hear about them being reported as alcohol-related crashes because he or she hit a tree. It's a single vehicle mm-hmm. crash. It may not be investigated with an, a complete autopsy or something like that and then reported back to the law enforcement authorities as such, as an alcohol-related crime, or a crash, rather. So there's there's considerations if you live in a rural area even more so than living in an urban area in the um, listening ship listenership area <laughs> of, of this station sure so it really just comes down to basically making good choices Absolutely. so let's talk about um how do we i mean it seems like common sense right but if it were if it, then we wouldn't really have the problem that we have um so so what are some things that you would share with people about Things to be aware of, things to look out for. How can we prevent this from happening? The main thing is to, and this is a, it's on textile billboards, is plan while you can. It, and that's the key, really, is to, and if you're going out with a group of friends, having that conversation with your friends before of, okay, we all want to have a good time tonight. Who's going to drive? And if someone says, oh, no, no one volunteers, 
find another way. I mean, if you're in a place that has one of the ride ride services, do that. Get a taxi. Um, just keep talking, finding finding a way to get home safely before you get to the point where everyone's Superman and they're fine to drive because that's what we always hear. You know, if you say to someone, ooh, you're not okay to drive. Yeah, I'm okay to drive. Everyone's always okay to drive, but newsflash, they're not. So yeah. that's, to me, that's the biggest thing is to really have a good, it's a grassroots effort almost to say among your, among your peer group, among your friends saying, look, no one wants to get a DWI. No one wants to get in a crash, kill or hurt somebody or themselves. What are we going to do as a group going out tonight and having a good time? What are we going to do to just make that a complete non-issue with our group? Yeah. Cause no, nobody means to, no. but so making a point to mean not to. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Laura? What would you share with folks? Yeah, I think it's just looking out for for each other, watching your back. As Janet said, if you're with a group of friends, you know, think about that. But let's also talk about just a husband and wife going out for a night out. Uh, one of you needs to be the one that makes the grown-up decision <laughs> to be the sober designated driver, or you simply take that car service before you ever leave your home or apartment to go out for the evening. It's it's all a matter of, of the planning and also not being selfish. It comes down to that. Don't be selfish. Have a great time. Go out and do whatever you want to do. Just make sure you've thought it through ahead of time. Alcohol is an impairing drug. We may not even think about that. We think it makes us feel good. We're the life of the party. You see the commercials for the beer companies. Everybody's beautiful. Everyone's having a great time. Mm -hmm. Alcohol is a depressant. If you categorize drugs, that's what that one comes up is a depressant. So you may feel happy, giddy, let's have a wonderful time, but it's going to start impacting your central nervous system as a depressant drug. Uh, if you don't have that plan in place or you didn't take that car service to get to your destination, think about getting at home and leaving your car. We're also tied to our cars, especially here in Texas. But we all <laughs> love our vehicles, don't mm -hmm. we? It's a long walk home. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long walk home, but it's even in a longer walk out of the jail or out of the funeral home. So, you know, it's just a matter of being smart about it and being unselfish. And look at the big picture of, you know, yeah, we're going to have a good time tonight, but we want to keep having good times and having an actual life. And with a DWI, that can be a little tough. Or if you hurt or kill someone, including yourself, again, fun times are not going to be had by you. <laughs> okay, so let's um, talk a little bit more um, about the kinds of things that you guys can offer, because, um, you know, we're talking about this here on the on the radio right now. And, um, you know, people may be listening, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, we, we can talk about it all day. Um, but what we uh, really need to do is as a society, take some actions. And um, we've talked about the importance of awareness and awareness comes from education. And as an educational agency, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service is all about um, community-based education. And so we go out to the communities um, to teach people, um, to raise awareness, um, to, to show, to bring to light things that maybe people haven't thought about before. Um, so we want to talk a little bit more about that so that people that are listening can um, know some of the things, the services that are available out there. But um, before we do that, we're going to have to take one more little break. Um, but we're going to come back with some really great information. So stay tuned. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio 104.5, 106.1. And I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent, Family and Community Health. We'll be right back. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating, anything that has to do with the silver screen, 
Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back to the Extension Hour right here on Lone Star Radio. We're here every Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. You always There's there's somebody different um, because all of our Extension agents take turns. And um, people are often surprised at the variety of education that we provide through Texas A&M AgriLife. Um, horticulture, agriculture, 4-H, and family and community health. And so part of family and community health is um, safety. And today we've been talking with Laura Dean Mooney and Janet Stewart and we've been talking all about the Watch Your Back program and about um, what an issue it is with um, impaired driving. And so we've talked about a little bit about drunk driving and medicated driving. And we could probably have a whole topic on distracted driving. And there, and then we could talk about child passenger safety. So, you know, the roads are dangerous. There's a, you know, it's, um, there's a lot to think about. But um, just like anything, you know, once you, once you know and that awareness uh, makes a big difference. So just, you know, knowing what's out there, you know, the more you know, the, the better off uh, you are. So uh, with Texas A&M AgriLife, we're all about helping Texans make their lives better. And so that's one of the things that we do with the Watch Your Back program. Mm-hmm. So um, you guys have a website, has a whole list of programs, things that you can offer. We've mentioned um, schools, corporations, wherever. You want to talk a little bit more about that and what you guys offer and do? Sure. We certainly encourage listeners to go to Watch Your BAC dot tamu t-a-m-u dot e-d-u again that's w-a-t-c-h-u-r-b-a-c dot t-a-m-u dot e-d-u on our website we've got a about us and we've got um, things that we offer if you miss something that we talked about or you want to know more about a program that we do you can find it there on our website we also encourage everyone to go to our social media platforms uh, primarily facebook uh, twitter and instagram we are at the at sign, watch U-R-B-A-C. So that would be at watch, W-A-T-C-H-U-R-B-A-C, all capital letters, because you might find another one there that's not ours. But look for the TAMU, T-A-M-U, a reference or Texas A&M AgriLife Extension reference. So on our social media platforms, we also can give you a little FaceTime if we happen to be at your school, your business, your community group, your um, older adult program, and let all your friends see a picture of you enjoying <laughs> learning more about uh, underage drinking or, or, or prevention of drug driving or prevention of impaired driving. Uh, speaking of underage drinking, we haven't really talked about yeah. that, but we, we've spent a fair amount of time, as we mentioned, in schools, public schools, private schools, universities, colleges. Uh, of course, a lot of those kids are under age 21. Hopefully, if they're in high school, they're all under age 21. <laughs> and we, we, we want to make sure they understand that the earlier you begin to drink, the more likely you are to become addicted to alcohol or be involved in a crash. That's bared out by any statistic that you look out look at from any of the safety uh, government watchdog groups, for instance, NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We do one portion of our program that's not really about driving it's about binge drinking. Binge drinking is a very serious problem in Texas, actually across the country. Each year, about 2,000 people under age 21 die from drinking to death. They drink themselves to death. They don't do it intentionally, usually. It's by complete lack of knowledge. So we focus on what's called the 911 Lifeline Law. That's a Texas law that's been in place since 2011, but yet we find very few students know about it, very few law enforcement, and very few judges know about it. So we educate about the 911 Lifeline Law. The 911 Lifeline Law was implemented following the death of a young man, an 18-year-old young man from Austin, Texas, named Carson Starkey. Carson's parents formed Aware Awake Alive, which is a website, a foundation, actually, that they encourage uh, education for the prevention of binge drinking. Their son was 18, went to college as a freshman, pledged a fraternity, and at the fraternity induction party, was forced to drink along with all the other young men in the room. Uh, Carson was not a drinker. He had not had experience in that, but he wanted to be a part of the group, so he complied with what the older um, members of that chapter told him to do. He was showing signs of alcohol poisoning, but they weren't aware of that. They ultimately, the the men that were in charge, young men that were in charge of the party, drove Carson to the ER, to the emergency room, 
turned around and took him back to the fraternity house, laid him on a filthy, horrible, disgusting mattress, as his mother describes it in the short video we show, and put a trash can beside him. And they thought, like many of us uneducated folks might think, he'll sleep it off. We've, we've known friends that have done that. He ultimately slept it off permanently. He died that night in his bed, and his parents got that horrific phone call from the medical examiner's office because Carson was in school in California, and they lived in Austin. So we want young people to understand you've got to be careful about binge drinking, and the listeners may be going, well, what's binge drinking? For a male, that's five, a, that's five beverages, five drinks in about a two-hour period. For a female, it would be four drinks in a two-hour period. That's not social drinking. That is not going out to a bar restaurant and having a glass of wine or a beer with dinner. That's drinking to get drunk. So we really want to under, uh, have young people understand that the 9-11 lifeline law protects them. Should they find themselves at a pasture party or at somebody's house and underage drinking is occurring, one of their friends may show signs of alcohol poisoning. There's a whole list of things. They spell out an acronym for must help, but that includes... Um, throwing up, turning blue, uh, shallow breathing, all those things that can occur. You don't have to see every one of those before you call. With this law, the first person under 21 who calls 911 stays on the line with law enforcement until they get there. That person cannot be charged with an alcohol-related crime, even though they themselves may have been drinking, because what they've done is thrown a lifeline and saved their friend's life. So we really want to share that message. So you guys are available. To, to come out and show videos, I mean, more than show videos, and bring your sample, not samples, but examples um, to uh, help educate, again, to, to, to raise that awareness. So how do, they can call us at the Extension Office, um, 936-539-7825, or they can um, do your website, social Find media. Find us online, yep. Watch Your Back is our name, so watchback.tamu.edu. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you, We're, We are yeah. very available, and TechStop provides funding for us to come to your community of charge to provide this life-saving message. Right. So there's absolutely no charge. So we mentioned that again, free, free, and literally you can save lives. So thank you guys so much for being here today. We, I, I'm so, so happy that it worked out for you guys. Um, and look forward to having you again sometime maybe. And uh, tune in next week. We're going to have uh, Dr. Ferries from, um, Ed, from the state office and we're going to talk more about uh, health related kind of things but it'll be some really good information for everybody there um, and listen every Friday 1 to 2 p.m. Um, to the extension hour right here on Lone Star Community Radio thanks for joining us thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.